0: Amen. Praise God. What a great moving of the Spirit in this house. Amen. I this morning already, we could sing all day as far as I'm concerned, but I know the Lord has a word for this church. Amen. I, I want to obey what God has uh, told me to do this morning. Amen. It's so good to have everyone. Amen. Donnie here with Sister Pate. God bless her. Thank her for being here. Amen. The Aliphs from FPC, thank y'all for being here on vacation this weekend. He's the one that helped us get the shingles at a good price. Amen. Appreciate him. Amen. It's good to have the Crawfords here. God bless them. We love y'all. Amen. Caleb and Maggie, good to see y'all. God bless y'all. Amen. Our prayers are for the Frost family from Bakersfield sister Frost her daughter passed away keep them in your prayers and then yesterday sister Ellen Brown's brother Jim Brown passed away and keep that family in your prayers probably more than likely be a memorial here Saturday this coming Saturday morning but I'll let you know for sure Wednesday night amen I'm telling you God has been good to this church I kept getting calls and texts, people that were sick and people that were out of town and uh, I thought well will there be anybody at church amen praise God Amen. well not everybody's gone obviously amen, so good to have so many wonderful people in the house of God amen and I feel a word, and I, and I need you to help me today. Amen. Praise God. Good to see Robert Kellum here today. God bless him. Amen. And then to have Sister Ashley Young's mother. Amen. Here, God bless his and Amen. Praise God. If you got your Bible, turn on to Psalms 1. Amen. Psalms 1, verse 1. Amen. Praise God. God is a miracle working God. Amen. I don't have any sad stories. Had some hard times, but they all ended up in a testimony. Amen. Praise God. God has been faithful to us. Hallelujah. And I'm excited about what God's going to do from here on out. Amen. We're we're uh wiring that new building, the heat and air stuff showed up last week, fixing to start working on that this week, about to, about to spray insulation before long, getting close when they start doing that, so anyway, Psalms 1, verse 1, everybody say blessed, some people say blessed, you can say it however you want to, but I like it, amen, anybody want to be Blessed. Anybody want to be called blessed? Anybody want to do what it takes to be blessed? Well, I didn't mean to damper it already. Hallelujah. Praise God. Being blessed is not automatic. But the Bible said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree. Everybody say like like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. his leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. I I could read the rest of it, but it goes something like this. The ungodly are not so. Amen. Amen. But I don't have time to deal with all that. I want to preach, amen, about what God laid upon my heart yesterday. Everybody say, roots. Roots. Praise God. Roots. Everybody say it again. Set your Bible down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lift your voices to the Lord. Come on, prayer warriors, one more time. Help me pray. God, we need you in this place. We need you to help us. My, 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 God, let your words settle in some hearts today. (laughs) Come on, does anybody want to be changed in this house? Anybody want to be blessed in the house? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. At the conclusion of this service after altar call, we're going to pray over a precious little girl, Charlotte Young. We're going to dedicate her to Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank the Lord for little miracles. Praise God. Everybody say roots. This is what the Bible said, this is how I feel today, and and the Lord laid this upon my heart, I just, I thought about 3 John, the first chapter, it said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. Amen. This is what I want for every person in this room today. I want you to prosper, and I want you to be in good health, even as your soul prospereth. Amen. Praise God. I I think you can have it all. I don't think you got to be sick and diseased to make it to heaven. I think you can be healthy and make it to heaven. I don't think you got to be poor to make it to heaven. I think you can prosper and make it to heaven. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. But all you got to do is get in this word of God and do what it says. Amen. Everybody say roots. Amen. Anybody wants the roots to go down a little deeper today? Hallelujah. Anybody wants some more Jesus? Anybody want to get more connected to that rock? Oh, take this whole world. Just give me some more Jesus in this house. Amen. Praise God. The Bible said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. Praise God. In order to get you to a place where you could be blessed, i got to get the knots out of the way first. Amen. There's some knots that's got to get out of you before before you're going to get blessed. Amen. He said, blessed is the man that walketh. Everybody say, "Not." not. Not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen, the first ingredient for you to be blessed is that you got to get some right counsel. Yeah. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What is the Bible saying? What it's saying is, who's got your ear this morning? Who you been whispering in your ear all week long? Uh, is it the godly uh, or is it? Come on, church. I'm going to preach to you how to get blessed. Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do you have the right counsel? Amen. The people you're talking to, are they godly people? Are they spiritual people? Do they love people? Do they love the church? Uh, do they love, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, for the remission of your sins? And you shall receive the gift of the. Do they love it? Do they even know it? Well, praise God. It's very important who you allow to talk into your ear. I'm telling you will become a product of your environment whatever you allow to speak into you is what you will become amen you, you sit sit around let gossipers talk to you all day you know what you will become you'll become a gossiper but if you sit around and talk to worshipers all day long and people that love God with all their heart you know what you'll become you'll become a worshiper you hey i want more of him hallelujah amen it's important who you let talk in your ear it's also important who you shut off from talking in your ear hey i know there's safety in a multitude of counselors uh, but not just any counselor. they better love this word. They better love Jesus. Amen, that don't mean you just get on the phone and talk to anybody any Yahoo all day long. It's talking about godly people. Well, how, does anybody want to be blessed? Anybody want to be blessed? Uh, why don't you shut the world out for a little while? Why don't you turn the depressing news off? uh, Turn Facebook off a little while. Find you somebody on fire for God and just hook up with them uh, and say, worship with me. uh, Dance with me. uh, Praise God with me. Hallelujah. Everybody clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. When I, when I was young I was wanting to conquer the world and so I went to these self-help uh, seminars a lot, and a lot, they got a lot of good stuff but it ain't near as good as that stuff matter of fact the only good stuff they got come out of this and when I started reading this I thought I was wasting my money going to listen to them I could. there was a good man One of my favorite speakers, you, you know, out there, positive speakers, was Jim Rohn. And I went to Dallas to listen to him one weekend, and he said, you know what you are? You are the books you've read, the people you let talk in your ear. You are your friends. You are your environment. And every one of those are things you get to pick. Don't tell me you're on the other side of the tracks because, well, somebody didn't do me right. I've been done wrong my whole life. No, you ain't got to stay where you're at. You can get up out of the molly grubs. You... Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. I said I feel the Holy Ghost in this We're going to have church before we leave here today. Somebody's going to get changed. Hallelujah. Man, then he said, it's another thing you can't do. You can't stand in the way of sinners. If you want to be blessed, this is what it's talking about. You got to get a different pathway. There's not a new easy way where you don't have to change anymore. I don't care what Joel Osteen preaches. I care what this Bible preaches. And this Bible said, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean. And God said, I will. Praise God. You ever have trouble touching God, maybe you just need to look, what path am I on? What path am I walking? What am I doing that's... And always said, don't give me the easy way, give me the right way. Don't give me the easy way, give me the one that works. We only get one chance, one shot to make it to heaven. Tell me like it is. Show me the way. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Then he said, praise God, I'm trying to get through the knots real fast. Not. You're not supposed to sit in the seat of the scornful. Praise God. Praise God. Now I've read that word a thousand times and I just assumed it just meant some old grouch. I don't know. And so I looked it up. You know the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, translated into English by the king's writers and I thought I wonder what the original word meant. I always love to just go back and do word studies. Amen, always what I thought is kind of right, but there's always a whole lot more. Amen. So I began to look, what does the word scornful mean, or what did it mean in the original text, the Hebrew? And this is what it meant. It meant arrogant individuals who love conflict and they reject wisdom and correction. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's somebody that loves conflict. I can say it like this: If they were in college, they would be a drama major. I was in FFA, Future Farmers of America. They they always were trying to get people to go to drama class, and I said, "I I, I'm, I don't like drama." When I was in high school, I didn't like drama. They said, "Please come to drama." I said, "I'm not into drama. I got five siblings. I don't need any more drama." Hey, man, you know what a scornful person is? Somebody that loves drama, like they cannot live without some conflict in their life. And. And it ain't just that, but they're arrogant on top of that. And it ain't just that, because on top of that, if you try to give them wisdom, you try to counsel them, hey, you know, you don't need to be, if I was you, I wouldn't do it like that. Praise God. I'm just, this is just word study right now. We're studying the word scornful. In a minute, we're going to study roots. Amen. Ain't nothing like Bible study. It said they they reject wisdom. And here's the other part. They reject correction. Which means you can't change them. Only God. And so the Bible said, don't sit in the seat of the scornful. What it means is, If you know somebody's like that, that's not where you need to hang out. Means you need to find a little another group of friends. Uh, Go from the scornful, find you a worshipper. Go. Hey there. This ain't just your pastor trying to give you good advice. I'm preaching the Bible. If you want to be blessed, you better find another seat is what it's saying. Uh, amen. If you're hanging out in the auditorium with the wrong people, you need to move on over uh, to where you find some people that's got something positive in them. Uh, so, boy, I feel like shouting right now. sataya. Find somebody you can link arms with and go to heaven with them. Praise God. Tell them God didn't call you to be a shrink. God called you to be a witness. Amen. I'm not here to argue with anybody. Amen. People want to fight about the Godhead. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm going to quote the Bible, and if you don't like it, I'm going to go find somebody that's hungry. And they say, ah, I want to know what thus saith the word of God. That's who I'm going to sit down with. Hey, life's too short to fight with everybody and gripe about everybody and grumble about everything. You'll waste your life. This is the day the Lord hath made. I'm going to rejoice. And be glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, everybody say three knots. That's what you're not supposed to do. Amen. This is this will keep you from being blessed. You don't accept ungodly counsel. That's right. You don't live your old lifestyle of sin. Yeah. Then you don't spend time with scoffers. Amen. Yeah. I that's three things that David said that will mess up your blessing. Amen. But this now we're going to talk about some things you got to do. Once you get rid of the knots. Praise God. Some people think they've arrived once they get rid of one knot. You just don't know what all I've done. I thank God. I'm glad you did it. Amen. But there's a lot more. Hallelujah. Let's talk about what we're supposed to do. The Bible said, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. That means he takes pleasure in doing what this says. I'm telling you, one of the greatest feelings in the world is to just line up with this book and do just what it says. It puts a peace down deep in your heart that. Hey, hey. If money could do it, Michael Jackson would have been the happiest guy. Oh, yeah. If money could make you happy, Prince would have been the happiest guy in the world. Oh, on, you know what? They took their own life, though. That's right. If traveling the world would make people happy, all the wealthy would be happy. Yeah, They're divorcing every five minutes. Praise God. Amen. If advancement in career would make you happy, all the CEOs of all the companies in the world would be the happy people. They ain't happy. They're as mad as the guy with a cardboard sign, they just got a fancier sign. But you know where happiness comes from? When you get in alignment with the Word of God. You may not have two nickels to rub together. You may not have a home. You may not have nothing. But if you got peace with God, honey, you got it all. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You start living for God and you're happy about it. I've seen some people get the Holy Ghost and and they're so mad about living for God. <laughs> they just sit there with their hands folded, and I'm thinking, Did you get the Holy Ghost? I got back in the day. We used to get the real Holy Ghost. I'm thinking it's because we really repented. I'm thinking it's because preachers used to preach you gotta repent of your sins. When we got the Holy Ghost. Well, hallelujah. We got the Holy Ghost. Old things passed away. When we got the Holy Ghost, Copenhagen went out the window. When we got the Holy Ghost, worldly CDs went out the window. When we got the Holy Ghost, we got rid of some old friends. Praise God, I was... Kinda of like Robin Hood, I was the leader of a merry band of outlaws, and I thought, when I get the Holy Ghost, they all just gonna line up and follow me. Cause whatever I did is what they did. I thought, man, I'm fixing to be the biggest soul winner you ever see. Well, they start blocking my numbers faster than you can imagine. I said, hey, bro, I got the Holy Ghost. The Holy what? Yeah, I spoke in tongues, man. I shouted we changed I said we changed you know what same book applied generations ago gonna be the same book they're gonna open up when you all when the trumpet sounds they're gonna open up the same book it's gonna be the same guys with the same keys Asking the same questions. Did he preach it to you? Did you do it? Come on church. Let's not join the snowflake crowd. Let's be real men, real women. And if the book says line up, let's just. Man, they name them snowflakes in our generation. I don't know what that means because I don't really know all the stuff. Like if somebody texts me something and it says something like TBH or something like that. I have to Google, what does this mean? Oh, to be honest. See, when I was growing up, at the bottom of your letters, you always put LOL. Praise God. Praise (laughs) God. Man, I'm dating myself now. I said, you sure are pretty. Blah, blah blah. LOL. Lots of love. People started texting me. I didn't know all this stuff <laughs> years ago. People text me. LOL. I said, you better back up. <laughs> Praise God. I'm married. Happily married. Ain't looking. Don't wanting you. Anyway, so. I was saying that to say, you know, I don't know what all these new terms mean, and these people were called snowflakes. Like these new young people. (laughs) Amen. I I don't know what it means, what they think it means, but this is what I think it means they can't take no heat. There comes a time when they can't endure sound doctrine, is what that Bible says. Hey, let's not be snowflakes, let's just be saints of God. Big people, are, amen. Big enough to say, hey, if the book says it, if the book says it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. If the book says it, I want to know it, I want to do it, and I'm not going to complain about it. Everybody say, I'm going to take delight in the law of the Lord. Delight. That means you're happy about it. Amen. When you do it right, this life is joy unspeakable. If you ain't got joy unspeakable, that means you ain't doing it right. What that means is you need one more trip to the altar to say, God, what is missing in my spirit? that I can't have the joy I used to have? Why don't I have the joy they keep talking about? Uh, Why do those people keep jumping up and down and clapping and I don't feel nothing? Uh, Just come on down to the altar one more time. Uh, Let us search it out. Uh, Because when you get this pure Holy Ghost, everybody say, joy unspeakable. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible said, in his law doth he meditate. Praise God. On Sunday mornings. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Let me read it one more time. And in his law doth he meditate. Oh, day and Night. You know what that means? It means God and His Word, which are the same thing, are going to be in your heart day and night. You know what? Some people are so busy with life, so busy playing Pac-Man, the new age Pac-Man, whatever that is. We know they ain't busy doing schoolwork. That's another subject I'll preach about later. Amen. They get busy with all kinds of stuff that don't amount to a hill of beans. Amen. But the man that's blessed, the Bible said he's meditating. On the law of the Lord. You know what that means? You can't listen to George Jones and meditate on Jesus at the same time. Praise God, it's getting quiet in the house. Amen, but you know what we need to learn how to do? Think about God all day. This is what my pastor used to say, you got to get an attitude of prayer. Well, you're thinking about God. Hey, Amen, if you're at work, you're still thinking about God. You know, when you're at work, you don't become a holy roller and roll on the floor and knock everybody down. But you're thinking about God. Amen. They're they're talking about sports and you're thinking about God. They're talking about soap operas and you're thinking about He set me free. I got my mind on Him. I'm thinking about Him. Amen. But when you study this word and meditate it's not just something you do in your mind. Because the original Hebrew meant uh, not only you was thinking about it but you started reciting some things. (laughs) <laughs> something came out of your mouth. Right. Hey Amen. They started reciting the word of God. Hey Amen. They didn't have much. They just had the Old Testament, basically Moses' law. But the one that was meditating upon the word of God day and night, you know what he was saying? Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Hey Amen. While they're at work and all the... Uh, You know, every every nation had their own trinity, so I'll I'll say it like that. Uh, All the other trinities of the world were talking about their deal. The people that were meditating upon the Word of God were saying, "Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one." Uh, The horse and the rider have been thrown into the sea. I'm telling you, if you start meditating upon the Lord and upon the Word of God, you may walk. You may be down in the dumps, but if you just start thinking about I'm above and not beneath. I'm blessed when I come in. I'm blessed when I go out. My storehouse is going to be blessed. Come on, if you'd meditate upon the word of God, it would change the way you think. It'll change the way you see life. Hallelujah. 24-7. 24-7 day and night this is just the opposite of the Sunday morning only Christian or the Sunday night only Christian praise God amen this is just where we all show up to get together and help one another amen but when you get out there you still got to be thinking about God you got to still be happy amen you know truth you got to be happy out there. God brought you out. In the New Testament church, this is what it would mean to meditate upon the Lord day and night. It would mean having a prayer life. Hallelujah. Amen. Praying every day. Everybody say every day. Amen. I'm telling you, there's people here all day, every day. Amen. I, I used to come pray, and I'd pray all by myself. Amen. I, I don't know if I ever get to pray by myself anymore. Amen. Every night, there's people here. Every morning, there's people here. Come in the middle of the day, there's people here. Every Saturday night, I, you know, it's been my habit for years. I come pray, amen, over the, the notes that God give me, the things I feel like I come preach. Amen. The other people start coming. Now, it's like a prayer meeting every Saturday night. I don't say nothing about it to people. I, we already take up a lot of your time, and I know that. And, but, but people just want to pray. And people just gather around here by eight o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever. There's no schedule and it's just <laughs> handfuls on purpose. Hallelujah. Just... Amen. 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 Studying the word, talking about the word, letting the word consume you. Amen. That, that, that's what? That, that's what it is in the New Testament to meditate upon Him. Amen. And then the Bible said if you would do this, of course you got to get rid of them knots. Do I need to repeat them or y'all got them? Y'all got the knots. You got the do's. Amen. So let's see what the Bible says about what happens when you get rid of those knots and you start doing the do's. The Bible said he shall be like a tree. Praise God. Planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit Amen. That means you're going to have fruit. You you don't have to worry about everybody else's fruit. In his season means your fruit has got its own season, which means you don't need to look about, well, everybody's getting ahead of me. It ain't your season if it ain't happened yet. Amen. Just rely upon the word of God. It's all good. No stress. My fruit is coming in my season. Oh, yes, Lord. They always sing this song. It's your season to be blessed. But I always thought, well, it may not be some people's. <laughs> Man, that ain't really what the Bible says. It says your fruit's going to come in your season. Amen. Anyway, praise God. But, but this is what the Bible said. And his leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The man that's blessed is going to be like a tree. That's what the Bible said. But not any tree. Praise God. Nobody drop a pen real fast. The man that's blessed is going to be like a tree, but not just any tree. But he's going to be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of living water. I added living because this is a spiritual connotation. Praise God. Can I just say it makes a difference where you're planted. It makes a difference where you are planted. The reason there's no oak trees in the Sahara desert is because there's no nutrients and no water in the Sahara desert. Can I preach to you a little while It makes a difference where you put your roots down. I don't want to work, 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 work work and never get anything out of it. I want to be planted by the river where I'm going to get something. It's amazing people think it don't matter where you're planting. You need to go back to 7th grade science. Tell me what grows in the Sahara Desert. Snakes. Sidewinders. Not interested. Put me by the river. Put me where... When I pray, I'm going to feel something. Put me uh, where there's other trees uh, that's got the same goal I got. Uh, We want to reach that. Come on, church. Help me right now. Tell me it don't make a difference where you're planted. I'm telling you, there's people planted in all kinds of denominational churches all over this city this morning and they're honest people and they're good people and they're earnest people and they're looking for God and they ain't found him yet. You were blessed. You walked in the right door. You prayed like they prayed. You were honest like they were honest. You were seeking God like that. And you found it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, it's going to be a, the man that does it the do's and gets rid of the knots. He's going to be the man that brings forth fruit. Amen. I, 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 don't, I would hate to be somebody that never brought forth fruit. And don't get mixed up it, about what fruit is. The fruit is whatever kind of tree God made you. But God's got something for everybody to do. And it's not to sit and complain. That's not the right fruit for anybody. But everybody's got either one or two or five. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Thank the Lord for musicians and singers. Amen. If I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I'd be jealous of them too. They sit up here and nobody greater. I searched all over. I told them one time, if I could sing, y'all wouldn't even be allowed to sing. I'd say, Amen. And that's why I can't sing. Praise God. Praise God. Everybody can do something. Say, what can I do? I can tell you what you can do. You can get a hold of the horns of the altar. If you ever learn how to get a hold of the horns of the altar, you'll be the most valuable person in this church. You will be the MVP of the revival. for some MVPs today it ain't the singers thank God for everyone that knows how to do everything but the MVP is the one that knows how to get a hold of God and get God to show up in this house where people are run to the altar people get renewed in the Holy Ghost and people get changed amen praise God amen it's getting late, so I'm going to give you some hope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach about <laughs> roots. <laughs> amen. Where does the root start? I don't even know. Amen. Praise God. Everybody say it's the most important part. The Bible says we'll be like a tree planted by the river's water. But, amen, I, it just, it, God dealt with me. Amen. The most important part of the tree is the root. Amen. Then I thought to myself, well, the, so the most important part is the part that nobody else gets to see. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It ain't how loud your voice is or how many times you clap your hands. But the most important part is the part I can't even see. What's down deep inside of you. Praise God. Can I I preach a little while? Man, I've got just a few minutes. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) the branches and the leaves seem like they get all the attention amen. but when you get an understanding the branches and the leaves are dependent upon the root amen praise God thank God for nice clothes and nice things and nice church and all the nice stuff and nice air conditioner amen praise God amen praise God but I want to talk about the most important part. The part that's going to keep you through the storm. Amen. It won't be your branches. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's the prayer that nobody sees. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's the actions. Nobody sees. I've cleared a lot of land in my life. I used to build a lot of houses. I used to do a lot of developing. I used to do a lot of everything. But anyway, I didn't know I would need all that to pastor. (laughs) Anyway, I've knocked down a lot of trees in my life. You know what I figured out real early in life? You can't really judge a tree by what you see. Because there's some trees you think, man, that's going to be hard to push over. But I might just Try. Just push a little bit and things starts to lean. Big old beautiful. I thought, what? Big old oak trees. Just a little bitty machine. Just, I thought, what on earth? I would have never dreamed that that big old thing would fall. But when it would fall over, there would just be a little bitty root clump and that's it. You come over here to this old hickory tree, about six inches round. I thought I'm fixing to just mow right over that thing. <laughs> you think, boy, this is gonna be easy, knock this little thing out. Push push it all the way over. It's still I had a D three dozer that a guy gave me for the whole summer. One year in 2007, he said, do whatever you want. So I cleared a mountain with it. I cleared big old stuff. To this day, there's a hickory about this big around that's still out there. (laughs) I had to sell that house to get away from that tree. (laughs) It wasn't what I was looking at. But it's what that tree had been doing when nobody was around. It was saying, I'm going to get a little bit deeper. I'm going to wrap around this rock. Uh, can I preach to you? It makes a difference what you wrap around to. See, that oak tree thought, well, I dug down a few feet or a couple feet, but I ran into rock, so I'll just go along the ground where it's easy. Just push it on. That hickory said, looky here, there's a rock. I'll just wrap around that rock. And though I may be little, if I can get this rock, if I can get connected to this rock, the storms may blow, but when they're here and gone, I'm still going to be standing. Boy, Lift your hands to the Lord together right now. I always thought when I got the Holy Ghost, there was this man, another man got the Holy Ghost. And he got the Holy Ghost a year before I did, and I was mad that he had it more, longer than I had. And um, he would always, it's like he would always say, well, how long have you been in church? Well, six months. Oh, well, I've been in a year and a half. So I, get, I had the Holy Ghost two years. How long have you been in church? Well, just two years. I was a slow learner. It took me a long time to get here well I've had it for three years amen do you know what I figured out it didn't matter how long they'd been there I said it didn't matter how long they'd been there if you think because you've got seniority on the pew you're locked into heaven because your branches spread out you know everybody got everybody's cell numbers You got this preacher's phone number? If you think you're locked in by what people see, you are all mixed up. I feel so much Holy Ghost right now. I feel so much anointing in this house right now. Hey, I come to preach to a new convert church. Hey, if you lock in every day, you're going to make it all the way, my friend. Come on, praise God in this house. Amen. Give me five more minutes or ten. Praise God. Amen. It's the strength or the weakness of your root system in God that's going to determine whether you survive or not. It It ain't whether you're going to dodge the storm or not. Because it's going to rain on everybody. The storm's going to come to everybody's house. Jesus told the parable there was a man built on a rock, and one built on the sand. And the storm came. <laughs> it means everybody's going to get their turn. Trouble's going to knock on every door. Sometimes a tornado, sometimes a hurricane. <laughs> sometimes a minute, sometimes months. But it always comes. And I can tell you who's going to make it. It's the ones that's been digging down Amen. I come by this church and pray in the mornings a lot of times every night, sometimes the middle day, but a lot of times if I'm just driving by and going to the post office or something I look, if it's the middle of the day, I'll almost always see Brother Robbie's truck sitting right out there, nobody else's truck's here nobody's car's here there'll be one silver vehicle there praise God that is the sign of somebody that's not worried about the branches. I don't know some people if they seen certain vehicles at the truck or at the church, they would do a U-turn and go back. Amen. We're, we're not going to be the U-turn church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Tell a story real fast and. Anybody from FEC, you're not allowed to retell this story. So I got the Holy Ghost. My pastor told me come come pray and we went praying. They got, got hooked on prayer anyway, so we all prayed. And so uh sometimes I would go in the middle of the day and I would just sneak in, it's real quiet, and just music playing. I would start praying, you know, like ah, gotta have you. Just pressing in, thinking, I'm glad I'm here by myself. I can don't scare nobody. Nobody's gonna call nine one one. I can just me and God just start screaming. About that time out here in the back corner, uh, my pastor walked through. Oh glory! About that time out here, a hundred other voices. <laughs> I was, scared me. I thought I thought I was here by myself. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Praise God. But you know what? If we ain't careful, that's what we'll be. That's what you'll be. You'll be worried about the parts that people see. And not really worried about the part that's really going to take you to heaven. The part that's going to hold you. You ever seen little things just knock some people completely out of church? And then the same thing that can happen to somebody else and they just... Go through the soul. Still there. But some people just poof, it's all I can take. Me. Just, you know what? They didn't have no roots. There was nothing to hold them. Tell when you get down deep, I don't want a fake religion. I don't want a fake walk with God a superficial walk with God. I want it. I want it so deep that if all hell comes against me, when they get through pushing, I'm gonna stand right back up. Greater is he that is in me. Oh, devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. liar. Hallelujah. Amen. Five more minutes and I really am almost through. I'll give you five back tonight. Let me tell you, if if there's a root, see, I've I've been studying. If there is a root, it's going to be looking for the water. If there's a root, it's going to be looking for nutrients. He said, that man's going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When you plant a tree, when you plant a tree that God gave it a brain, it don't have its own brain. It don't have its own will. It's programmed. If you plant a tree by the river of water, those roots are going to say, that smells good. And it's going to start digging. At the scent of water. It's going to start digging for that river. Let me tell you something. Praise God. We're all saying amen. Everybody say amen. amen. If there's a root, everybody say if there's a root, it's going to be looking for water. If the river is flowing through this church, And somebody's going. (laughs) Can I teach you science right now? If they're not looking for it, there ain't a root. But when the river starts flowing, honey, I can't sit still looking for. I want it. I need it. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay. Why, why is this so important? I'm just going to read a couple scriptures to you. Y'all should, be, y'all should be happy. I'm just flipping, skipping pages like Hello o Dallas. How are you doing? We're so happy to see you. Praise God. God's good to us. Amen. And when when the word's going forth, if somebody has a root, praise God. They're going to be looking for it. One, One more example. Praise God. I'm so sorry. but I can't stop. When I go to the prison and preach, they don't do this. This is what they do. They want to hear something. They don't like their own lifestyle. They're falling off the chair. I wish God's people got as hungry as they are down at the prison. Tonight. I want it. 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 This is why you got to have it. I, I really am. Almost done. This was the parable that Jesus taught. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Amen. I mean, that's when the devil steals the word right out of your heart. But then the fifth verse says, But some fell up on stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, when it got hot, when, when life got hot, when the trial got hot, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Praise God. You ought to come by this church and pray. Every day you're like, just knowing the heat's going to come. But if, if that seed, I'm, I'm slinging seed today. I don't know if you figured it out yet or not. But it's up to you where it's going to land. And if all you give it is a stony old heart, well, my family, we don't cry. You're going to cry one of these days. You get left behind, you're going to cry. You might as well learn how to do it right now where it counts. Hey, don't, don't just give him a stony heart to, for him to put the seed on. Get rid of your hard heart and all your bitterness and anger and grouchy. Why is it important? Because you'll never have any roots. As long as you hate people. And as long as you're mad at the world. And that seed may... Boom, there's something green. But it'll never stay. Until you give it a heart of flesh. Working. Lift your hands to the Lord. I'm going to quit. Oh, help me, Lord, right now. God, let me get deeper in you. God, this is an opportunity for a few minutes. We're fixing to put some roots down. You tie now my shutout. every hand lifted in this place. I want every hand reaching for God right now. Every mouth open, crying out to God. I'm seeking that living water. God, I want to get a little bit closer to you right now. I want to Get a little deeper in you, God. Woo! Sheila, da 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 come on let's turn it into a prayer room for just a few moments come on I don't care if you're brand new or been here or forever come on come on set your roots a little deeper today Come on, are you tired of the storm blowing your way? Tired of the trials knocking you down? Get a prayer life. Learn how to pray until you break through in the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Come on, let him change what nobody else can see. Power of God in this place. Come on, every person praying. Come on, it's commitment time. Oh Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. oh Come on go to a new level Come on. Come on, your family needs you to be strong. Come on, your children need you to be rooted and grounded. The future generation needs us connected. Come on, let God change your temperament right now. God, change your attitude. Come on. God, let us grow deeper. Let us grow deeper. I want to tell you something. The roots grow the most in the middle of the winter. When the branches and the leaves are not growing. When you think your life is not going anywhere. When you're worried about what everybody's seen. It may look like no life. But that's when the roots grow the deepest the coldest nights the hardest of times when you feel like your life ain't real pretty that's a season where God allows the roots to go deeper come on don't hate this time in your life Don't despise this time. This is an appointed time. Let God do what he's going to do. Don't worry about what it looks like. I'm going deeper. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Come on, prayer warriors, pray. Everybody in this house, lift up your voice. I need you, God. I need